0: Dave Neal.
1: Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday here. December 26, 2023. It's Boxing Day in some countries. Not in the U.S., but we'll cover a little bit of that. I've got Kanye West offering an apology. We've got a lot of Travis Kelsey Taylor Swift content to get to. Some surprise bachelor engagements and hard launches. And we'll, I guess, talk a little bit about the, uh, the thoughts on the videos I made today on the YouTube channel. So, even though it's is a slow time of the year. There's still a lot to cover. What the hell is Boxing Day? It originated in Victorian England. Diverges from its boxing sport misconception. It symbolizes generosity as the affluent once boxed surplus items for the less fortunate. This globally embraced holiday extends beyond the UK celebrated with unique regional flavors in Australia, Canada, and Europe. Except in the US. Uh, Modernly, it's a day of familial revelry with leftovers, sports, and charitable deeds all right i guess eat your leftovers pack up the things you don't like so it's basically a day of re-gifting if you hear me shrouded in historical curiosities and evolving traditions transcends its origins to become a globally observed occasion this is the problem with the u.s we're so insulated we don't observe boxing day we don't do the metric system what else what else are we missing out on um, I've got Chinese leftovers from my Christmas dinner last night. That's right. I did Christmas the old-fashioned way. I did it by ordering Chinese food and ignoring my family's calls. No, we talked to our family. It was a fun time. We had a blast um, in a very low-key way. As you guys know, I'm preparing for uh, my move. Uh, so therefore Christmas, not exactly canceled this year, but not, but not something that involved lots of material goods, if you will. Although I'll say this, uh, Christmas movies, uh, it is better late than never. I found this Christmas movie and I wanted to recommend it to you. It was so bad. I turned it off last week. Well, yesterday I gave it another shot and I have to tell you, it's a good movie. It's called holiday in the vineyards. And, um, Here's the log line while it's on Netflix. Uh, So I know it's the 26th. I know it's Boxing Day or Boxer Day or whatever the hell. Um, But uh, we don't have Boxing Day. We have Black Friday where people fight each other for a discounted TV. Is that like Boxing Day? Uh, While on a secret job for his mother's wine company, a man falls for the widow whose place he's renting. She is struggling to keep the local vineyard running. But the truth may spoil their yuletide romance. I'm telling you, fight through the first 25 minutes of this movie you gotta fight through the beginning it's actually a pretty good movie I don't know how they messed it up in the beginning uh, but just trust me on this you're gonna like that movie and then another movie that I loved I have to recommend on Amazon Prime and I really want to re- I mean cause look the other movie Holidays in the Vineyards that's good for a Christmas film but trust me guys when I say with a tomato meter score of 92% The Burial is a fantastic movie starring Jamie Foxx and Tommy Lee Jones A. soft. Solid courtroom drama led by a pair of nicely contrasted performances. The burial hits the expected genre beats and remains a crowd-pleasing treat at every turn. I gotta tell you, the audience score is an 82%. I normally think the audience gets it right, but on this one... I think the audience score should be well into the 95 plus percent range. I'd love to know your thoughts. That's the burial on Amazon Prime. Hey, look, I'm doing the Lord's work for you. I'm letting you know which projects and movies are good and which ones are a pass. And I'll tell you what, this is a good story. Uh, we covered it on the YouTube today. Bachelor alum Marlena Wesh announces engagement to Tommaso Mattelli a million times. Yes, she uh, was previously uh, had mentioned that she met him on Bumble and they live together I believe in Miami Florida either way Marlena former Olympian semifinalist in the 2012 Olympics I believe running the 400 meter for Haiti absolutely Uh, blazing fast um, at that speed, Uh, one of the fastest women in the world and she's racing her way to the altar now with Tommaso Mattelli so very happy for them congratulations on that let's go over to reality Steve I'm going to play a quick clip from his podcast today where he discussed who may be attending Golden Bachelor which is a wedding that's going to be happening next Thursday I believe right is it Thursday? It's the 4th whatever day that is, let me check on my calendar Right now, so we're going to be uh, very fascinated to see which Bachelor royalty make it to the wedding. Yes, that'll be next Thursday, and then from there, we'll just be two and a half weeks away from the next season. So, a relatively short turnaround here between the Bachelor seasons.
0: But here's what Steve had to say on today's podcast, Reality Steve Podcast. I guess when people stopped talking about it and the the Gary stuff and the Teresa stuff and you know all these. F- bogus stories that were posted, they died down and time kind of flies. And here we are nine days away from the wedding and it'll be interesting to see. I mean, obviously people are going to look at what bachelor alumni are going to this wedding. Very few people know Gary and Teresa. I'm sure a lot of the women from Gary's season will be there. But any bachelor alumni are going are just basically going for a free vacation. It's not like they're buddy buddies with Gary and Teresa and talk with them and hang out with them all the time. This is so that's why I think the the wedding will be kind of more funny than anything else. Not funny that I think the wedding's a joke because I don't. I think these two are really into each other and they want to you know at this point in their lives spend some uh, you know time together going forward. Not that part is a joke. I just think it's going to be funny to see the couples that show up to this thing because these couples literally have no, it's almost like um, Kenny and Mari's wedding at bachelor in paradise, where it's like everybody in attendance was only from the people from this cast and Kenny and Mari knew absolutely none of them, you know, kind of like that. Like that was kind of funny. I have a feeling Gary and Teresa's wedding is going to be funny in that aspect. We're going to see people there. And we're going to see people mingling at the cocktail party before the wedding, or the you know the the post wedding cocktail party before the reception, and all that stuff. And it's just going to be like, uh, okay, uh, so they they must have needed a vacation. And uh, oh, ABC paid for their hotel room for the night. Like, it's just going to be really really funny seeing who's there. I agree, reality,
1: Steve. I agree. It's going to be funny. I don't know how they're going to do this. What they should have is a, is some sort of red carpet, and me, you know, if they here, here's what I would do if I were them, and uh, I would have someone like Jesse Palmer doing the play-by-play from the booth and then I would have a red carpet correspondent so I would just have a bunch of interviews ready to go that red carpet correspondent would be someone like Rachel Lindsay although she would never do it but you know somebody who can hold their own on the red carpet maybe Caitlin Bristow would be great and uh, it would be kind of one of those like have have a interview in the booth and then cut down to the red carpet either way they're not going to do any of that but if it's just a wedding I mean that's kind of boring right weddings essentially are boring the fun is whenever everyone gets drunk afterwards so we'll have to see how they let this all play out Uh, I've got Bradley Cooper I've got Travis Kelsey I've got Taylor Swift and I've got Kanye West all coming your way on this very fantastic boxing day that and more right after this all right. I don't know. Uh, I don't have any updates for you regarding the Clayton Ecker paternity scandal. Uh, but if you didn't watch today's YouTube video, is uh, about a 25-minute-long video showcasing that a TikToker and a, uh, I guess, a YouTube content creator are being threats with are being threatened with lawsuits for covering, uh, I guess, uh, the Jane Doe Facebook video she made. You know, she's she she's been complaining that her privacy has been uh, violated because uh, she had only. Wanted to post a private Facebook video to her friends and family regarding, I guess, some of the cyberbullying she says she's facing from people like me and this and that. What some found it odd though was that she introduced herself by full name. She introduced herself by her full name, Jane Doe, of course, not Jane Doe, but her name. And people said, isn't that odd? She claims she made this video just for her private, close-knit community, and then she felt the need to say her full name. And uh, what was interesting is that now there's kind of a coalition, one of which I'm not necessarily a part of, uh, but a coalition of people that are now saying enough is enough, take the heat off of Dave, take the heat off of reality, Steve. Uh, They're essentially saying, we need more women to call her out. Like, we need women to call out whatever sort of shielding they think Jane Doe is doing uh, by hiding behind uh, the Me Too movement and this and that in in her uh, sort of um, takedown of Clayton and her uh, past cases. Uh, people can do whatever they want. They can decide to be a part of this or not. Uh, I wish more... Content creators that had bigger platforms have covered would cover it. I mean, I'm not here to call out people like Caitlyn Bristow. You know, I know she's got her own things to deal with, and she probably doesn't want the heat or the controversy. Same thing with Nick Viall. Although Nick did tease it, that that's that's the one issue I have is that the reason Nick hasn't called it out. I know privately. Other people, I'm not going to say who, but I I know privately people have called out Nick for his lack of coverage regarding this because it's like you can't pretend like you're all about the tea and all about the different um, stories within Bachelor Nation and entertainment world and then leave this one out. It's for fear of being sued. Let's just call it what it is. And of course, and you know, people are allowed to be afraid to be sued. But what I found interesting, and I covered it in today's YouTube video was that, uh, put it this way, and I I didn't make this analogy on the video, so here's some fresh content for you. The way in which Jane Doe instills fear in others is unlike anything I've ever seen before. The way in which she instills fear that she's going to sue people and that they've violated this and they've broken laws and there's a federal crime and she's going to get the FBI after you and all these different things. Well, now that she has threatened so many different people with cease and desist and legal notices and cancel this and do all that. People are starting to see the framework of the adverbs that she used. This is demonstrably this. You're not disseminating that due to pursuant to code penal violation X, Y, and Z. You know, it's it's sort it's starting to lose its bite. The knife is becoming dull in the world of the cutting content she's trying to create. And because of that, it's almost like when there's a new quarterback that does well on the football field and they win two or three games and they're amazing. And then all of a sudden, the defenses start to talk. They start to know how to defeat that quarterback. They know if they can protect the blind side or if they guard this side, the quarterback can't get to his third option. What's the point of all of this? Your fastball is only as good as it is when you've got a good curveball. And by that, I mean, if <laughs> I'm to use multiple sports analogies but if i'm a if i'm a baseball player and i'm batting and this pitcher only throws a fastball pretty soon we're going to catch up to that fastball and it looks like jane doe's fastball has been exposed now by audiences who are saying hey she's a lot of bark but no bite she doesn't have the jurisdiction and she doesn't have a lot of the legal information she thinks she's just saying a lot of words word salad this and that and I guess people are starting to say, all right, you know, just keep, keep suing or threatening to sue all these other people. I mean, by all means, I personally, having dealt with her wrath, want nothing to do with poking the bear. I think it's just a good offense or how do I say this? It's a good defense to know somebody else's offense. So it's good to know her sort of strategies and it takes a lot of the um, threatening uh, nature out of them to know she's kind of saying the same thing to a whole bunch of people. Uh, It can't possibly be that every single person. I mean, if she had it her way, the the jails are already crowded enough. She'd have us all arrested and, uh, you know, she, they'd run out of room in the prisons. All right, let's move to some other content here. Bradley Cooper was in the news from a few days ago, but we haven't covered the story. Um, he he bolted from a Maestro news conference when he heard that something was wrong with his daughter. Bradley Cooper beelined it out of a big news conference for Maestro, 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 Thursday after someone called him to say something had happened to his his daughter cooper was speaking to the new york city crowd when he received the call from six-year-old leah's school nurse after which he told the crowd so sorry the school nurse just called me he then left the room to call the school back and then returned telling the crowd he had to get to the school stat to administer some sort of medicine that was out of bounds for the school according to the daily mail i have to apply something that they won't allow and who knows what the hell that is we're not here to pry into his daughter's health but i gotta tell you i'm looking forward to the very least to get out of um Work uh, if it's if I can say, Oh, my child's nurse is calling, I gotta go, can't do this extra thing today. Child's nurse is calling. Uh, I'm assuming the child is okay, and uh, that's Bradley Cooper being a good dad. I know, I know the bar is set low for the men out there, just responding to a nurse uh, is newsworthy. But either way, uh, happy to hear that um, it looks like they've recovered from that nurse incident at school. All right. Let's dive into some Taylor Swift content. I've got at least three stories in a row to get to. Taylor Swift comforts shocked Brittany Mahomes after Chiefs Christmas loss. Yeah, it's gotta suck to be dating or married to a football player because they take these games so seriously and that on Christmas Day your team loses, it's got to it's got to be a nice long hot shower to uh, to sort of uh, uh, bathe off that stink that you feel after a loss. Taylor Swift was seen comforting new bestie Brittany Mahomes. Again, that's the wife of, uh, of um, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Patrick Mahomes, excuse me. Taylor Swift, who spent her holiday supporting boyfriend Travis Kelsey, looked melancholy as she put her arm around Patrick Mahomes' wife in the VIP suite at Arrowhead Stadium after the Raiders beat the Chiefs 2014. The Chiefs' tight end and quarterback appeared glum on the sidelines as the game came to a close. At one point, Travis Kelsey even was seen throwing his helmet. Yeah, it was a tough day for him. They lost, and t- hey, that happens. He Here's Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason Kelsey explaining uh, w- of some of the behind the scenes things of what goes on on the sidelines with regards to the water boy
0: situation. Have a listen. No dumb questions at Joe DeFran. Why don't players squirt their own water? Hey, that is such a good question. <laughs> Honestly, Somebody comes up to me with it already f- like right here, Yeah, and all they got to do is just go around from person to person and just like, do you want one? I can shoot you real quick. Yeah. It's way easier than handing the bottle and handing it. I don't know. It's maybe not that much easier, but it is convenient.
2: You kind of just know when somebody reaches up to squirt you to open up your mouth. Squirt, yeah. And then you just get squirted. But you don't always, like, they don't have to do the squirting. You can do the squirting sometimes. But, you know, when you develop a relationship, you just know when you're about to get squirted on. You develop the relationship. Yeah. You got to have a good relationship with the person squirting. Yeah. You don't want to just be letting randos squirt on you. I'll let a teammate squirt me sometimes. That's just a good teammate. Yeah. I'll squirt. I'll squirt you guys if you need one.
1: Hey, how about that? Just uh, friendly squirting happening there. Of course, talking about the water on the sideline. What a lot of people don't don't know is it's not just water. Sometimes they'll have electrolytes or different energy drinks that they can have during the games. Where do they pee? That's a better question. All of the behind the scenes that we didn't know we needed to know about NFL football. All right, I have another Taylor Swift story, and I've got a lot more content. Don't don't uh, you go anywhere. We've got a lot more to share including a bachelor preview for the upcoming season. We'll have that and more right after this. All right. I promise we're almost done with this Taylor Swift content. Tony Romo, NFL commentator, accidentally called Tra- Taylor Travis's wife again. Have a listen.
0: 900th career reception. And his wife loves it. I mean,
1: girlfriend. <laughs> All right, that that's it, folks. That's the news. That's newsworthy. ESPN posted this on their Instagram, and then people commented, "Who cares?" Well, the 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 fans of the the two here care. Now we've got a. Travis Kelsey's story because Travis Kelsey and his brother Jason Kelsey of course very big in the NFL right now um, we've got The Miz a, a wrestling uh, p- uh, player <laughs> a wrestling superstar uh, telling TMZ Sports that he would love to see the Kelsey brothers tag teaming in the ring Travis
2: Kelsey said he was talking to you said he wanted to you know have a go at WWE do some wrestling where does that stand now? I'm always, I'm always, uh,
1: uh, you know, sending like DMs to, to Travis, being like, "Hey, you're pretty, pretty good in the ring. I think you could do pretty well." I think you could. Uh, I do too. And this year, we're at WrestleMania. We're in Philly, so you know, never say never. We've had other- never say never. Yeah, of course, Gronkowski did the WWE. Even our own Demi uh, Burnett, right? Demi Burnett from Bachelor Fame entered the ring briefly too. So either way, uh, maybe Pete Davidson will be allowed to go in the ring. He's in the news again, restrained on set by co-stars after sparking concern. Hollywood star Pete Davidson was reportedly involved in a confrontation on set days after sparking concern among fans. He allegedly trashed his trailer on a movie set after being involved in a confrontation with another man. The Hollywood star was reportedly constrained by his co-stars after he attempted to confront a paparazzi photographer. So he tried to fight a photographer. Um, No, confront which again, who knows what violations were, the, was the photographer a part of, and then his co-stars had to restrain him, which again may, d- doesn't sound as crazy as the story makes it seem. Davidson was in the middle of filming on the set of the new crime movie Riff Raff when the alleged incident took place. According to re- reports, a photographer was trying to snap a picture of Davidson and his co-stars Bill Murray and Ed Harris when the 30-year-old comedian tried to confront him. The outlet claimed Pete was so furious and multiple members of the production crew were reportedly forced to restrain him. How do they not have photos of this? If there's any photos that come out, we will be the first to cover those. In other weird news, Kanye West apologizes. Does it even matter at this point? He said, I sincerely apologize for anti-Semitic remarks and ask for forgiveness from Jews. He's apologizing in Hebrew for his anti-Semitic rants and his support of Hitler. This after his name was scribbled on an apparent Israeli missile being used in the war against Hamas. The rapper wrote, "Boy, that how's that for a mouthful. 2023 is a weird year." The rapper wrote a lengthy statement Tuesday in an effort to to his reactivated Instagram account showing contrition for his offensive remarks to the Jewish people over the past year. Interestingly, Kanye expressed his remorse in the language of Judaism, Hebrew. This is the entire. And so then they share the translation and whatever. It's like, look, I mean, obviously Kanye has a lot of mental health problems, um, and I wish him that he gets the proper help and medication and all those things. Um, We're going to take a hard left turn here and move over quickly to a new promo that is hit The world of The Bachelor, and this is a sports-themed commentator from Jesse Palmer as Joey uh, prepares for his season of
0: love.
2: Welcome to what is sure to be the most talked about event of the century. Joey has entered
0: the mansion, where this season's hopefuls are ready to make their play. You dropped something. It
2: took me a lot of balls Mm. to come here. Things are heating up in the field. Perfect execution on that kiss. Ten out of ten. We are scissors. Interesting night one strategy here. Wait, is that a walk-off? Stop. What the hell? I thought
1: it would be easier. The Bachelor on ABC and stream on Hulu. All right, that's January 22nd. Okay, look, I mean, this is the week. This is the week where crazy things can happen. We have to remember it's a quiet time of year, but several years ago, was it three? Was it three years ago? Is when we had Claire Crowley and Dale Moss announcing their breakup. It was messy as hell. It came at the end of the year, right before the New Year's. This is the week where we'll have to see if any couples don't like the presents they got for Christmas, or was there any call? in their stocking and if any breaking news comes out you know i'll be here with you all uh but let's just do this let's end on a nice note from neil degrasse tyson he talks about dogs and why we all just love dogs so much let's listen to what he has to say on the uh it's on the podcast
2: called dropouts can't speak for cat owners but those who own dogs you know every time you come back from wherever you went the dog is happy and it's jumpy and it wants to lick you in the face even if you just went to get mail from the mailbox yeah they delight in your return if you want to take them out for a car ride they're the first in the car they're some of the most joyous creatures that live among us. And dogs don't live as long as we do. An old dog is like 14. We live to 90 if we're, you know, eat well and wear a seatbelt. So (laughs) you divide the two, you get basically a factor of seven. So this is where the seven dog years formula comes from. It means every single day a dog lives, is equivalent to a week of your life. If they only get one day for every week you're alive, they make every day count. When I look at a dog, I use that as a reminder of how I should live every day of my life because I get to live seven times as long as the dog.
1: Wow. Fun stuff, right, folks? Yeah, it's tough. You know, uh, our dog's about to celebrate his 15th birthday, and it does put into perspective if we can develop some of the traits dogs have, unconditional love, maybe we'll be happier. If we can just have some of that dumb, unconditional dog love maybe we could be happier. And I'll tell you what my dog has taught us in his old age. It's that we love him even when he has an accident in the living room. We love him even when we sit down for Chinese food and he accidentally pees himself in the kitchen. (laughs) We love our dog even in his old age and probably more so uh, as he's as dependent on us as we are on him for, you know, for a lot of that love. He's part of the pack and we are part of his pack. And that is, a you know, something to remember as we end 2023 and approach a new year how can we be more like our furry friends here and share some of that unconditional love well I tell you what I love having all of your support and we are going to have a lot more of this tomorrow and for the rest of the week so I'll be back in the morning but thanks again for having a listen as always I'm Dave Neal this was Bachelor Rush Hour
0: if you enjoyed this episode please leave a five star review on Apple Podcasts and if you didn't don't Join the free Facebook group, Dave Neal's Community. Got cash? Become a premium member at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. Link in the description below. And don't forget to follow Dave on Instagram at dneels for upcoming stand-up shows. See you tomorrow on The Rush.